Coming up on today's federal newscast, a signature from the president makes a pay raise for civilian federal employees a reality. A Senate bill would disband a group set to review VA facilities before it's even formed. And an NSA contractor admits to illegally holding 23 years worth of classified information. These stories and more in today's federal newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm your host, Eric White. The 2019 federal pay raise is official. President Donald Trump signs an executive order finalizing a 1.9% pay raise for civilian employees this year. It will be retroactive to January 6th. The Office of Personnel Management has updated pay tables to reflect new adjustments in across-the-board and locality pay. Some 72,000 federal employees in the six newly established locality pay areas will now see slight differences in their total pay. Leadership from the House Ways and Means and Senate Finance Committees reintroduce a bill to modernize taxpayer services at the IRS. The bill would set up an independent Office of Appeals at the IRS and require the agency to submit a restructuring plan to Congress. The bill would also seek to prevent private debt collectors hired by the IRS from targeting low-income households. A bipartisan group of lawmakers want the Government Accountability Office to give an update on how agencies have complied with the Freedom of Information Act. The review would look at steps agencies have taken to implement the 2016 FOIA Improvement Act. In its 2018 report, GAO found 18 agencies had only applied half of the FOIA requirements and several agencies had FOIA request backlogs in the thousands. Two senators want to reverse steps Congress took last year to begin a comprehensive review of medical facilities at the Veterans Affairs Department. Senators Joe Manchin and Mike Rounds introduce a bill to revoke the VA Asset and Infrastructure Review Commission, which hasn't even formed yet. Nine members are supposed to start a BRAC-like study of VA medical centers and the veterans' population in each market in 2022. Manchin and Rounds say they support VA's plan to cut red tape, but fear the review will close facilities in their states. A former NSA contractor pleads guilty to stealing classified information for more than 23 years. Harold Martin of Glen Burnie, Maryland, admits to stealing and keeping a vast quantity of highly classified government information between 1993 and 2016. Martin will be sentenced in July to nine years in prison for willful retention of national defense information if the court accepts his plea. An IG investigation has substantiated two allegations of misconduct by the military's top enlisted member. More from Federal News Network's Jared Serbu. Command Sergeant Major John Troxell, the senior enlisted advisor to the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, violated ethics rules in two ways, according to the DOD IG. An investigation found he used military personnel in improper ways, including for personal errands and endorsed commercial fitness and nutrition products on DOD's official social media channels. Still, Joint Chiefs Chairman Joseph Dunford has reinstated Troxell to his position after a a brief reassignment. Dunford says his 37 years of military service outweighs the violations. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. Senate lawmakers question acting Interior Secretary David Bernhardt's ethical fitness to lead the department. Bernhardt served at Interior during President George W. Bush's administration, but his years as a lobbyist for the oil, gas, and mining industries are a sticking point for several Democrats on the Senate Energy and Natural Resources Committee. President Trump nominated Bernhardt to replace Ryan Zinke, who left Interior in December amid several investigations into his actions as secretary. 
Acting Defense Secretary Patrick Shanahan says the Pentagon is weeks away from announcing who the leader of the proposed Space Force will be. The force still has a long road ahead before it's actually established. The Senate Armed Services Committee is holding a hearing on DOD's Space Force proposal on April 11th. The committee is critical in the creation of the force since it has jurisdiction over the National Defense Authorization Bill, which would be used as a vehicle to create the military branch. House Armed Services Committee Chairman Adam Smith recently said he will seek other legislative options than the White House proposal proposal when it comes to building a space force. Officials from the Census Bureau are confident the 2020 Census website will be able to handle major web traffic next year. Michael Thiem, Assistant Director for Decennial Census Program, Systems and Contracts, says up to 120,000 users will respond to the census online at any one time, but the site will be able to support 600,000 concurrent users. The Census Bureau expects more than 60% of respondents will take the census online. The Justice Department details new strategic IT goals for the next four years. Here's Federal News Network's Jason Miller. Justice Chief Information Officer Joe Klimovich is on a consolidation tear. Over the past year, Justice moved out of a 30-year-old 100,000-square-foot data center. The agency reduced the number of financial management systems down to one and is close to doing the same for its grants management systems. These initiatives are examples of Klimovich's long-term plans outlined in his new IT strategy released earlier this month. Over the next four years, Klimovich says he's focused on improving service delivery, making effective investments, protecting data and systems, and bringing innovation to the department. I'm Jason Miller. And Senate Intelligence Committee members introduce a bill to protect the personal electronic devices and accounts of senators and their staff from cyber threats. The Senate Cybersecurity Protection Act, introduced by Senators Ron Wyden and Tom Cotton, would allow the Senate Sergeant-at-Arms to provide voluntary cybersecurity assistance to senators and certain staff to secure their personal devices and accounts. The SAA says it's currently prohibited from using public funds to help protect non-government issued devices and accounts. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com, search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on iTunes or Podcast One, and follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. 